What's up, everybody? Cameron Jones here with the Cold Classic Podcast, as always with Mark Nussel, along with Jordan Jones, <laughs> a.k.a. How many of them are there? <laughs> God, what Damn it, I was really going to try to come up with on the uh, a.k.a. Hot Rod. <laughs> well, in, in, in honor Hot of Rod's our movie, cool nickname. in honor of our movie, mm-hmm. Con Air, they all have nicknames. So. That's true. That's true. True. That was true. almost as bad as uh, when my girlfriend met our family. Uh, one of our sisters <laughs> just introduced herself as another one of my sisters. Just completely wrong name. Yeah, that was that was weird. Mm. Uh, as Jordan uh, let uh, as Jordan slipped at the beginning of this, we are doing we're keeping it with our action blockbuster summer that we promised. Kind of, we're, we're doing the blockbuster summer when it's convenient to our life schedule. True. Uh, so hope, we hope you like Twister. We're keeping it rolling with the 1997 Con Air. Con Air. Con Air. Um, it's, it's a ridiculous 90s action movie. 1997. The summer of the airplane-based... <laughs> the summer of Cage. <laughs> so if you've ever seen it, essentially Nicolas Cage is like an innocent convict. He gets put on like the Air Force One of like convict planes. He's and he an gets, army ranger. And it, and it gets taken over by the convicts. Um, He's got the what, boys? He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole. The movie that begs you to answer the question is that Nicolas Cage is real. <laughs> Con Air. Uh, this is the only movie of John Cusack not in a trench coat. This is the only movie where he doesn't wear a trench coat. <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage, Steve Buscemi, Ben Reigns, young Dave Chappelle, John Malkovich, John Cusack, Johnny Trejo. And I'm out of John's. Nicholas K. Oh, a lot of John. It's like you were Okay. Okay. It's a 90s action movie, meaning there's going to be way more explosions than ever would have happened. There's way more gunfire. Just It's amped to 100. Even though these guys don't know each other, it's a clear classic case of let's get the band back together. <laughs> Even though they're not a band. Put the bunny back in the box. Back in the box. <laughs> classic late 90s action movie. We're not going to make a franchise out of this. Is it 97 degrees outside with 100% humidity? Why don't you come inside, cool down, and watch Con Air? <clears throat> so is this movie a cult classic? It's campy. It's it's definitely um there's a bad there's 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 elements. Short that could answer be. no. Yeah, it wasn't like it was it's probably a, classic, a big release though. at the time. Yeah, does anyone I think have- by the definition no, it was pretty big at the time. But again, you give it obscurity, it's a nineties movie, it's in the Nicolas Cage trifecta. Yeah, it might be. No, yeah, Mark was saying short answer no. Um it was a if you think it was a big hit at the time. It's just kind of bad now. It's just kind of like it's like anything else we've talked about where like it's just kind of uh if you if if you're from that decade then you're going to enjoy it. So you know how we think some action movies from the 80s are cult classics? Mm-hmm. Would you consider this a 90s movie cult classic action yeah. movie? Yeah, it's just it's going to be in that realm. It's entertaining and bad enough that yes, that's why. It has longevity that way. Two seconds. Sorry, everybody. Uh, our cats are just being very loud. They're fine. Nothing's wrong with them. They're just uh, needy, a little uh, attention horse. So uh, moving on. No, this isn't a cult classic. It's nostalgic <laughs> 90s movies in the same way, like Jordan was saying. 80s movies are kind of bad awesome. 90s movies are getting bad awesome. And eventually, the millennium movies, like Matrix, are going to be bad awesome. Or they kind of already are a little bit. The Matrix is only like three years after this. 
Yeah, it's I know. 99. Also, I think The Matrix is just going to be bad, not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's good. I never liked The Matrix. Maybe oh, the first one, man. At least the first on. one. Nope. And I and you're talking to, I believe you know this. A Keanu fan. A Keanu yeah, fan. So don't quit he's him. He's better than that. No, I think that was his pinnacle for like most of... The, he That's was at his height essential, Speed like, is his pinnacle. Early 2000s, no. late 90s like action movie. Well, would, I think th- I think that movie trumped this movie. Like, oh, I think people like that one, one respectful more. Although this is a shout out to our sister's friend Lauren. I hear this is her favorite movie, Con Air. Really nice. Yeah. So this for me was upper echelon TNT replay movies. Oh, for sure. This seemed always on. Maybe it was a premium channel. <laughs> maybe I, a little braggy here, but maybe it was like an HBO. It's a little braggadocious. It's a little braggadocious. I shared a room my whole life, but we had HBO on the one TV. Sure did. <laughs> on the one not TV. bragging, just facts. So, no, not cult classic, but someday maybe. But, you know, good movie. Let's uh, break down the cast and crew. All right, cast and crew. Uh, this one is a doozy. It's a long a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, starring Nick Cage... I mean, he's in our Trinity. You know who Nick Cage is. I'm going to say my my Mount Rushmore is National Treasure. This is this is whoa. Okay, this is classic Cage. Like this is right at his prime. I'd say it's at his height, in my opinion. This yeah. is the three most cagiest years you'll get from '95 to here. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> John Cusack also starring. You know, I'm going to put my maybe number one for me as like a Better Off Dead, just an old '80s one of his. I got a weird one. It's Runaway Jerry. Hmm. I like that him in the movie, and I like the movie. You know what? In general, I will probably say just it, say anything for me. I just like I like John. Never Cusack. seen that. Get the reference. You know what? Though sneaky shout out for uh, people out there. Watch American Sweethearts. Also, it's a good Billy Crystal movie too. Oh, I apologize. It is American Sweetheart for me. I love that <laughs> fucking movie. I completely forgot that right. is an Inside Baseball Jones classic family movie. Romantic comedy. Yeah. John Malkovich plays Cyrus the Virus. Uh, I mean, go back and see his awesome work in uh, Rounders uh, when he stick his sticks it to you. Uh, if you want the most John Malkius role, being John Malkovich, <laughs> I've never seen it, so I got to take your word for it. Also starring John Cusack and someone else from this movie. It's actually Man in the Iron Mask. He can't be Raul. Un- oh he my can't God. be unmalkoviched. Actually, that might be my favorite on like bad role of his is is Man in the Iron Mask. But Rounders is probably my favorite. Yeah, it generally kind of makes me uncomfortable, but I respect his work, I guess. Okay, Steve Buscemi. Uh, I mean, Steve Buscemi again. He's someone who's come up a bunch in this, but we'll talk about it later. But I want to discuss the uniqueness of Steve Buscemi during recasting. Sure, uh, go back and see uh, Mr. Lebowski or uh, the Big Lebowski. Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> go see Mr. Lebowski. Listen uh, to our episode on the Big Lebowski. A fun Dave Chappelle. A cameo you never remember till you're watching it. It's not a cameo. It's a, it's a it's, it's true. a role. It's before a you role. were, it's not even before you were famous. It was just a role. Danny Trejo, uh, Johnny Trejo. I don't think we featured him yet, but he's actually Danny. The, sorry, Danny. Sorry, his name's Johnny Twenty Three in the movie. Uh, Danny Trejo. We 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 haven't really he hasn't really Machete. come up for us much, but he is in a lot of cult movies, so he probably will pop up again for us. Yeah, I assume so. If we go down Quentin Tarantino world, yeah, and, and just any and some other you. like fun action slasher kind of stuff. Uh, there's there's a few more notable ones. Uh, I'm going to maybe botch this, but Makete Williamson. Uh, he plays Bubba and Forrest Gump. He has yeah. a weird connection with Dave Chappelle. We'll just throw out here. Dave Chappelle tried out for the role of Bubba and turned it down, and then he ended up getting it, and here they're both starring in the same movie. 
Oh, but, nice. Uh, Dave Chappelle turned down the role because he's like, I read two words. I'm like, this guy's going to die. And he was right. <laughs> and he did. And he probably read the script and uh, he didn't die in this one, surprisingly. He did die in this one. Who? Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave oh, Chappelle Bubba, died in this one. Oh, yeah, the right. Guy, they got, got the play Okay, continue. Uh, yeah, Danny Trejo, uh, Steve Easton. Go back and listen to our uh, episode of Field of Dreams. Monica Potter plays Trisha. She's in she Last House on the Left. Not- Patch Adams and Saw is what I noticed, but huh. she seemed more familiar than that. Yeah, she seems super familiar, but I couldn't she's think of the in guard in particular. What I know, no, she's uh, the wife. Yeah, isn't she in um, Parenthood or she's in a sitcom now? Right? Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, I might be confused. She seems super just, familiar, so maybe that's she where might I've just seen be another her. blonde person. You can continue on. I'll, I'll find it if it's there. Uh, da, 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 da. Ving Rames plays Diamond Dog. Um, he's been in something we've done, hasn't he? No, but Pulp, he's in Pulp Fiction. We haven't Fiction. done Pulp Fiction, but yeah. That'll be the biggest, that's my biggest Ving Rains role. He plays, um, I don't even remember the character's uh, name My, my favorite one might be Dawn of the Dead. That's like when he like popped up big on my radar. Dawn of the Dead's outside of any comedy related zombie movie. That's my favorite zombie one. It was a good remake. Yeah. It was a good reboot. Uh, at, uh, who's the, like the main agent, like a- ass kicker, Calm... Call Meany plays Duncan Malloy. Uh, I'm Star Trek. I just know him from Star Trek. I know him from Star Trek. <laughs> he, you know who he looks like? He looks like the lead singer of Cut You Up from Riding in Vans with Boys if he just like grew up to be an actor. I can kind of get that if his face like, got real swollen. Real. This guy's a character actor who was in a bunch of stuff around this time period, although we know him most notably from Star Trek Next Generation. He's kind of the Scotty type role. In Get Him to the Greek, he plays, what's his name's dad in the movie? Aldous Snow. Yeah, he um, plays Aldous Snow's dad. Are we talking about the same person? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, we know him because our mom was a fan of TNG, the next generation. Uh, who Do we, do we talk, say the director yet? Who else do we have in here? Uh, Conair, directed by Simon West. What he also did uh, the 2001 Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Okay. And he also did The Mechanic. I mean, yeah, so, I like, seen it. so he moved on to do some better things. For all intents and purposes, I know it's not. It is, to me, a uh, who blows shit up. Michael Bay. It's a Michael Bay movie. It does seem, I know it's not, but it is. It does seem Michael Bay. I get how you get those vibes. If you wouldn't, I if I wouldn't have looked it up, confuses a Michael Bay. If really. I wouldn't have looked it up, I would have said Michael Bay for sure. Although one of the clear cut differences between this and that Michael Bay movie, even though there are a lot of helicopters in this movie. <laughs> They're not in slow motion every time you see them. True. That's so, a big difference. And this, not as many explosions. The, I was about to say that you don't have the explosion counts, kind of the big giveaway. And you don't have as much like sunset, like that, like uh, perfect, the twilight hour kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, Trisha Poe, the wife mm-hmm. played by Monica Potter, was in Parenthood, the TV show. Ah, so you were uh, on to something. Which you didn't okay. see, but Megan watched it. I watched the first episode and it made me cry. And I'm like, probably not again. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But Megan's like, "We'll string it out for seven years." <laughs> I'm just not a. I'm not a drama. I'm not a TV. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. You know. Uh, is there anything else, or should we move on? Fights and favorite aspects. 
Uh, I mean, over it's an over-the-top 90s action movie. Like, there's, they're all of a sudden, they acquire guns out of nowhere. There's just bigger explosions. It's like, okay, we were kind of talking about this with Blast okay. from the Past. It's kind of like how this is an action movie, but it's an action movie kind of in movie land where, of course, they're going to have more guns. Of course, there's going to be, like, a car flying through the air. Like, it's just trumped up. and, you, and Yeah, you can kind of tell it doesn't take itself, like, too, too seriously. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's a little unbelievable. You want it to be that extreme. It's called a summer blockbuster. True. It's a summer blockbuster. Nowadays, the people who do these movies are Dwayne Johnson. Every movie he's in, you're like, that can't happen. But his, no, well, these I'll, movies don't exist anymore. The well, summer blockbuster. They do, but here's gone. why: they exist with Dwayne Johnson, but he's already so big and an anomaly. But the the one you that's see like, him doing crazy things, you're like, I can kind of believe. But it. the he's skyscraper, huge. they try to. Uh, maybe it is kind of the same. I get what you're saying. But yeah. I think that's why he gets a little bit of a pass. He's already to, such a freak of nature, just so huge that you're like, well, it's kind that's of. I guess they try to like put it in reality a little bit, like a terrorist attack or something. But then you still get just a lot of sparks and explosions. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's shiny like a rock movie, but his are just the yeah, rock platforms. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, but you, you know what I mean. This is kind of a standalone funny. It's made for movie land. It's not hyper crazy. Like, nothing crazy fucked up happened in this movie. It's I sad. mean... Which part? Uh, the whole desert. <laughs> I guess the war that happens. And we'll get to that in I love that questions. you're not doing a bit. Which, which, part? Which, which part? Which part was crazy? I mean, the landing was a little rough, but sometimes you got to land where you got to land. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that a little bit later. But, I mean, overall... All, okay, uh, listen. I'm comparing it to the the Marvel Universe. The, like, a whole city didn't explode. Vegas. No, it got crashed into. It did, not every building fell for four hours. It was just the last ten minutes hey, of the we'll movie. We'll get to this in comments questions. The point is we like it. My favorite aspect, going back outside of the summer blockbusters, 90 nostalgia, mm-hmm. I got to be honest, it's John Malkovich. I really, really like his performance in this. It's a little subdued. It's a little I thought lazy. It was, I thought it was one of you guys who didn't like John Malkovich. Oh, I don't like him as a... Okay. okay. He, he probably, I think, I think you him. got your answer. Found him. I think I, one person just said their favorite aspect. Right. And like, somebody's like, well, it's not that I don't like <laughs> I it's not that I don't like some of his roles. It's just him as a person kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Those are the kind yeah, of his roles. That's, though, what right? he, that's what he does. Yeah. So I guess he's reference that SNL sketch where he reads <laughs> the night uh, the night before great. Christmas and all he does is read it <laughs> as himself. Favorite aspect. Uh, same thing, just another star, Nick Cage in this. His accent work is terrible. Actually, it's awesome, God. though. You're right. It's th- it's the Nick Cage trifecta. We're in well, it here. Also, I just like John Cusack, so it just has some big stars like doing like some big performances. and just, it's, it's good. It's good. What's your favorite aspect about Nicolas Cage's role, the performance? His, well, his fucking main. It's the main. His main. Is the main. Is that something that they like, you do this? Or he, or he's like, I'm doing this. Hey, I did I this. Know how, I know. He knows what Cameron <laughs> Poe looks like post-prison. Also, I like just like his physique. His shoulders are jacked in this he's more than huge. anything. You can tell. Absolutely his, his, He has shredded. a wider shoulder frame in this than any other movie you've ever seen him in. He and, looks like uh, looks like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> and even though he's a uh, A-list movie star at this time in his career... I'd like to believe he did all this without a trainer. Oh, 100%. I think we saw his workout routine. I think that's in the movie. If you do like 500 push ups a day, just push ups. No other works. Maybe some curls. You could be naked. I think you, you got to do skip legs. You absolutely Cage. skip legs. He didn't do any legs. He didn't, oh, his legs didn't are notice tiny, that. They're yeah. very tiny. They're very tiny. Maybe his legs are really big, and that's just how chiseled his top was. <laughs> no, you I could tell through so. his like Wrangler jeans that he was, he was rocking some chicken legs. I imagine some Tai Chi like on the beach somewhere. 
Oh, now we're talking. Oh, well, you're doing the, this is prison work. Prison, you're right, you're right. Prison. You in, his mind, in his mind, though, that's where he's at. I mean, maybe in the yard, but they might maybe see that as an it's attack. It's up here. You also get that ripped uh, never meeting your daughter. <laughs> Ever. My, I think my favorite aspect is that you think it's going to end... A million it, times. In the junkyard scene, but no, there's still like an hour, maybe like 30, 40 minutes still left of like just fucking action. This has more but endings more. than Lord of the Rings 3. It's great, but but each one's better. It's like the opposite, though. You're like, oh, thank God, we're still going. Right. What you just did there was hyperbole. Nothing has more endings <laughs> than Lord of the Rings 3. That movie fucking doesn't end. There's like 20 goodbyes. It's like uh, at the last senior party. It's like we'll see each other tomorrow. It's not like this is goodbye forever. Maybe the elves. We literally have. We're not going to see the elves again. Oh shit! Um, I already said this earlier, but just the fact that like every moment is accented with like a like crazy, just like electric guitar is awesome. And I'm pretty sure it's like similar in Face Off with that. I gotta be honest. I don't have a plethora of movies to take this from, but another classic 1997 airplane trap movie. Air Force One. If you're trapped on a plane, I think I like the movie. <laughs> if the movie's set in a plane, have you seen Snakes on a Plane? I have not. Oh, you're gonna love it. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, plot to work with there. Fuel. Yeah. Destination. You know, I mean, there's there's some things that could go there's awry. A lot of guy. But kind of comparing those two, like you were Which alluding ones? to earlier, uh, Air Force Air Force, Force One and Connor. Uh, Air Force One kind of has that patriotic like march. You got it for that one. Whereas That's just all military. president, you got to be. Uh, this has a different type of like patriotic sound. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's the electric guitar. Patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, here's the difference. One and and I know that the phrase I'm about to say may have new meaning now, but it it used to not have a meaning. The first one is like to serve and protect. That's Air Force One. Yeah. And and this form of patriotism is don't tread on me. I'm proud to, to be, be an American. No, no alt-right movements coming out of these comments. I just want that to be said. Overall, I mean, I think it goes to say that this is a cult classic's thumbs up because this is not a cult classic, and we're doing it right now. I'm so, giving I mean, it the Gladiator yeah. thumbs up. Thumbs so up. So I think you can, I think we can just sum this up by saying uh, this movie is a favorite aspect. Unverified. Unverified. Uh, let me uh, let me answer something for Jordan uh, er, uh, earlier. He asked. He, I hope he did his. Uh, I hope um, Nicholas Cage does his own workouts uh, in between uh, the. No, sh- sorry. He had no trainer. Thank you. In between, <laughs> how would he not do his own workout? In, in between, in be, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure no, I said that's fair. Uh, during uh, the setups and in between scenes, Nicholas Cage was lifting weights off camera to maintain his physique. So that's probably also why he was just getting huge arms and not doing no, any legs. No, I know what you're thinking. I did get my pump on. <laughs> no, we were oh, all thinking, is that a wig? Did he hire his own wig guy? I do not have that, actually. I never found that. These are kind of throwaway ones, but Dave Chappelle improvised most of his lines. That's kind of a given, but that's, yeah, it's it, a fun fact. It feels like it. He's a comedian, and he's funny in this. Therefore, he's not just delivering some shitty writing. So, yeah, you, you get that vibe. Yeah. Do you get the vibe that John Cusack doesn't like just being mentioned about this movie? Like I get the fact I get he the doesn't vibe like that, being interviewed about this. movie. I get the vibe that John Cusack doesn't like being talked about in any movie. Yeah, but, I've gotten that vibe. So, Mark, say the quote. This actually hurts my heart. Oh, he just refuses to be interviewed for this movie. Oh, He's embarrassed yeah, right. of this movie. Do you think it is because it's like guys like us being like, "Hey, Conair, huh?" First of all, I'm insulted. 
Because guys like us have a movie podcast. <laughs> so I'll be like, hey, we talked about you in John our movie Cusack podcast. John is rolling his eyes at us right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. It's a, it, you, you, you don't bite the hand that fed you. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Right, right. It's, uh, it's good. With, you didn't do bad. Nobody did bad by you. Uh, with a little more reasoning on this one, John Malkovich also wasn't a fan of the movie, but that was more so during filming because apparently they were rewriting the script uh, daily the day of so that shit was constantly changing. He just didn't know how his character was going to end up. Does that That's mean fair. Does that mean they're just rewriting dialogue? I don't know. Because the scenes, you can't rewrite yeah, scenes. Some of those big action scenes you can't do. It, like there's probably this. dialogue. It, ha- it would have to be. He's like, what the fuck am I going to say? Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Unless they are just that making huge changes. Like, well, I guess in three weeks we're actually going to be filming this. Guys, it's going to be set on a plane now. Get, get, look, look at your rewrites. I got a sad one for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, the film is de- dedicated to Phil Schwartz, a special effects uh, person who died during filming when a, rig- a piece of rigging in plane crushed him to death. Legends never die. Um, Nick Cage traveled to Alabama to perfect his accent. Who do you think perfect. he was talking to? I bet himself a lot. <laughs> I am killing it here in Alabama. Hey, aren't you Nick Cage? Weren't you just in The Rock? <laughs> no, it's just Cameron him in his motel Poe. saying, Bunny. <laughs> Bunny. Bunny. Um, Bunny. 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 The uh, the the uh, when the plane crashes into Las Vegas, uh, they used the legendary Sands Hotel. Uh, it was in '96. It was prior to its demolition, so that's I mean obviously why you would assume it's either that or a set, but it's actually in Las Vegas because it's a pre-demo building. I mean, I, I feel like I wonder how many movies kind of do that. Like they hear about like I mean, off the top of my head, I'm just thinking Ocean's Eleven with the d- demolition behind him and the window thing. But that's the only one I can think of. But I'm sure, or I maybe think- I mean, think about how many like like producers or directors like reach out to like demolition people, like or even just like I need access to a huge ca- casino. That'd be great. How many? I wonder how many like they can fit in like a month. I'm like, oh, you guys want to use our casino before we uh, break it down? This movie, and this is why we think we're in the Nicolas Cage era, right? Mm-hmm. This well, movie we we was released released in June 1997, the same month that Face Off was. He shot those movies consecutively back to back, and they just so happened to come out at the same slightly time. overlapping. That's probably why he ended up with this that's, accent. Uh, that's a <laughs> huge because he, he was playing Who three characters I? in that Who last one. I? Oh, I'd love to see a moment like that. Just, <laughs> oh do you know what? Actually, as 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 time has has gone on in life, my favorite Nicolas Cage movie is just watching YouTube clips of him. Love it. Here's the Wicker Man out of context is the most absurd clips you can find. <laughs> true. In context, it's pretty fucking <laughs> true. Too. True. You can wrap a, uh, an hour and a half movie around that, and it still didn't make that much sense. <laughs> Actually, with context, is a little more confusing. <laughs> right. That's how we got here. Okay. Uh, here's a fun just production one. Uh, this is the first movie that Jerry Bruckheimer did uh, or will produce without Don Simpson. So this is the first time that the Jerry Bruckheimer logo appears on the screen. Nice. I feel like I recognize that one more often the than The lightning that. tree one? Yeah, yeah the, for sure. The, the circle I haven't lightning. seen it for a bit. Seemed like lightning I saw tree. it for 20 straight years. Yeah, yeah. It, seems, it was pretty big and for a while. And he's probably good. Kid Rock based uh, his American Badass on Cameron Poe, which is a wild take. I guess we know what song <laughs> we're going to license for the preview. <laughs> um, the only, this is the last fact I have, and it's kind of interesting, but uh, composer Mark Mencina... Uh, left in the middle of scoring the film, so his just partner took over. So it's uh, well, fun fact though, he left because he was also he was also doing the score for Speed Two Cruise Control uh, out in '97. Uh, so instead, uh, Trevor Rabin uh, just took over, who was already just like co-composing with him. So it's dual dual credits on this movie. It always baffles me how. So wait, movie- he had to go 
he had to go and continue to compose. This guy booked. was so good and 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 in um, overpromised, underdelivered. Well, he delivered. <laughs> he under, well, you haven't seen Speed Two. I have. Well, well, which one do you think he delivered in more? <laughs> if I was to guess, and I have seen Speed Two, Cruise Control. Am I to believe that this guy was just shredding? Then just like, boo, boo, boo. He's like, oh shit, I gotta, Sorry, go, gotta go. Um, so this one's all the crescendo rides, yep. and then the come down, the crash of the wave is all in Speed Two. <laughs> he tells a whole story that we just, you know, we're now digging up. Isn't that crazy that someone's in such demand? They're like, I can't finish both. We need you in Argentina now. <laughs> Why? I could do this from home. Just get on the plane. <laughs> uh-huh. Think of the studio space that he used to have. Oh, now it's and like, now I, would be in this. I have, this I have the studio space. I've made score, scores in this spread here. Oh, guess what? The, I want to hear both your guesses within five body count deaths. What the body count is. Jordan, go first. I mean, are we counting just Vegas at all? No. Yeah, no. I mean you can if you just I'm just, gonna, I'm just yeah. gonna guess off the top of my head fifteen. You're counting the Vegas? No, I'm just gonna count I'm just gonna guess fifteen. Just not even thinking. Eight. You guys are way off. What is it? Uh Cameron wins on prices right rules. It's forty three. So they gotta be counting Vegas. Yeah, I or, right. no, or just there's no way they're not. The cops, like think about how I many people they killed, like just like coming down like that. I counted strip, two like, cops. There wasn't a shit ton in Vegas, but there was Ten. I mean, <laughs> they killed some people in that that play. We're tiptoeing. Hold up, yeah, we should just get out right. of here. Obviously, that'll come up later. Uh, it'll come up now. Let's uh, let's get out of this. If you guys have any other, uh, if anyone else has any facts out there that we missed on this movie, I couldn't find a lot. Uh, make sure you hit us up. Uh, we'd, be, we'd be kind of interested to find some stuff because this is a crazy '90s movie. It seems like there should be more. Comment. I wish every action movie was from this era. I wish it was always from movie land and just a little over the top with awesome line delivery. Awesome line delivery, practical effects. Just you you have like your mm. handful of big stars that were just making movies back then. We're right on sure. the cusp. We're right on the cusp of the practical effect disappearing from action movies. True. We're so close. Unless Christopher Nolan you want to count him as an action movie director which I don't think he is. I think he's just an iconic, dramatic movie director who yeah. uses practical effects. Um, the, like, imagine the, this is a like a Christopher Nolan version of this would be awesome, but it just wouldn't be that '90s blockbuster. It it actually be serious. J.J. Abrams would kill this. Michael Bay would honestly kill this too. Would you Would you like to see the Michael Bay version of this instead? No. We did. Oh, yeah, it's called true. Armageddon. Already have. It, it's oh, called yeah, Armageddon. That, here's the thing. It we, exists. Here's what we missed out. We missed about 10 sun flares. We missed a couple twilight shots. More sparks. Uh, we missed about five more explosions. I got to say, if it was a Michael, Bill fi- Michael Bay film, the dialogue would be worse, even. True. It would be. Yeah, it usually is. But, I mean, he there would have been have way good. more of like a love interest well that's where something you, that, that, that would have that's where you get you would get the twilight sun flare shots oh that's, that's okay, actually exactly. something i can't enjoy about this movie although there's the implied um the reason cameron poe the reason for his living what, what i'm trying the motivation behind all of his movements is the love of his family mm-hmm. but we're not tying it up with screen time really the most of his motivation yeah, for, for sure most of his motivation in the movie really isn't that it's his friend it's really about his friend it's to do what's right it's the honor of yeah it's it's it's, it's to the show honor. him that god does exist but i'll get to that later um I, here's my first animosity he was in the car man this movie could have been all avoidable if he just would have gotten in the car she thought the she thought the army was going to take the fight out of him didn't 
And it was pouring rain, like downpour, torrential downpour, hurricane rain. If someone's yelling at me across a parking lot, I'm like, what? what? Well, I'm just going to get my car. I'll meet you over there. Well, she drive up to them. She said it on the dance floor for a second. I thought you were that guy again. He's still that guy because she was like, I thought the army would take the fight out of you. I'm thinking mm. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Oof, we know you're recasting. and I'm loving that. <laughs> Actually, God, I didn't even think about that. But sorry. I thought about that too many times. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do <laughs> it. It's such a shoe. As much as I want to hear. I might have. He could have done it. He turned, I might have actually he done turned down speed two cruise control. I don't know what else he did, but um, actually we do okay. know because it came up. Do you have any more about the actual fight? I do. Okay. Yeah. Um. Or what I'm going to say may lead into the court case. I want to get into the court case. So if you have anything before that, let's let's talk. Um, well, just in general, like, okay, let me just ask this. Do you think, question, do you think he knew he was doing the kill shot with, like, the nose to the brain? Or do you think he was just trying to, do you think he knew what was going to happen there? I don't think he, I think it was just instinct almost. Yeah. Like, the instinct yeah. of a warrior. And okay. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, like, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll it was an accident. That. Totally was. But, like, that was his war-like instinct. He just could not not he kill. Could not, yeah. Just, just like Patrick, another movie. Just like Patrick Swayze, he cannot rip a throat. <laughs> Felt wrong not to swing. <laughs> um, I don't know what the intent was there, but I guess all army rangers know that. Yeah, I think in the core of it, it was self defense. Now, I mean, that kind of leads. So we'll lead on to the. Okay, yeah, now let's get to the core. I mean, what are your guys' questions about that? Self defense. It's way too long of a sentence. It's not only is there self-defense. Well, he, he didn't even fight it. Why didn't he try to fight it? He just took an immediate bad They couldn't, bu- they bad couldn't find the knife. They stole the, they took the knife. Is that what What the happened? fuck is, is this? Is this thing? the outsiders? That's, we don't need a knife. <laughs> that's they, what happened. Don't we have witnesses, uh, his wife, that bar guy was like, he did. Uh, to no, talk on he's that. dead. In the fifth grade, did I uh, star as a lawyer in the mock trial for the outsiders? And did we get I him did. off without the weapon? Yes, we did. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that makes no sense. They're not teaching us about the criminal system. They're not teaching us about outsiders. Or they're are they? Just, no, they're not doing anything. Here's, what they should have done. We, here's, here's how we would have done it nowadays. And then remake with Michael Bay, he would have been like out drunk and something and accidentally like gotten in a fight or like maybe like hit someone with his car kind of thing. And that's how we get it. So he's a little more guilty. Nowadays, they'd make he would have been a little, a little more, more guilty. guilty. Yeah. You can't cheer for a drunk driving murder. Well, okay, we, we take that up. Then, okay, he gets drunk. We still have to okay, cheer for the character. Dr- okay, he gets drunk. Okay, he gets drunk, gets in a fight still, maybe like that, but he's a little more at fault in the new version, I would say. Because the, the whole court thing is unbelievable. We need to fix that a little bit. I think for the movie, self-defense is a great way to keep cheering for him. True. Yes, he's a criminal, but he was in the right. Maybe you go back, maybe make him like a little more of a war hero than he already was. Well, I think there would have had to have been a war at the time. We just weren't it? in one, unless they said in the like in the seventies or eighties. He just kind of said I mean, it. It's nineteen ninety seven. So, uh, comment. His lawyer is just drunk, and he says that for everyone. Dude, you just got to take the plea deal. I don't think we can handle this. Yeah. So we're we're we're, go- we're all going over the same thing. The lawyer's awful. He gave him the worst advice. Bad advice. But the question I have in there, of course, it'd be self defense. He has his wife as a witness. He has the bartender. Maybe he didn't see the fight go down. But there would be enough people to say. Yes, even though you are trained, it was three against one, right? So yeah. we agree on that. Should have gotten off. Bad Should've. advice. So the real question is, oh shit, could he? So he got um, seven years without parole, right? That was his seven sentence. to ten, I believe. Yeah, seven to ten without parole. But you can still um, have a retrial, right? Yeah. What's he doing in there? I mean, working out and growing hair. Just working out, man. He's learning Spanish, I believe, at one point or something. Doesn't he get a book? Or he has a couple books. I can't remember what's brought in though. 
maybe in the Christopher Nolan one, he's not even like a convict. He's just like one of the guards or the pilot or something. You know what I mean? And it, like, actually, that's true. If this is like the Rock reboot, then he's just one of the guards. Yeah, he's still he's a he's a good he's a good egg. He's protect. He's still pre- he's protecting the guy that I. You're getting home to see your girl. That's what he. That's the. That's the Rock <laughs> exactly. version. I'm gonna get you to see your girl. Yeah, I think the Rock is one of those actors who doesn't play bad guys yeah, at he can't. all or can't lose fights. I like it more that he's a prisoner. I just think the fact mm. that he went to prison for this. Maybe he should have just been stealing bread for his family or something like that. Theft, like petty theft kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's or a, whatever. Maybe this is perfect. We thought about it for ten minutes, and this is the best. Jordan, it's actually the Jordan, perfect. I've been scenario. thinking about this for twenty years. Okay, man. Well, I'm glad that you're bringing thought up for twenty years because I've never thought of Christopher Nolan directing a movie like this. But I do have something I want to bring up. Then uh, one of my animosities with John Cusack's character coming okay. up. The Christopher Nolan would lean the fuck into. Uh, just question: How do we feel about the accent? Do we like it in the end? I, this is, I think, my favorite accent work of Nicolas Cage. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Oh, I didn't say is it good. I said, do you like it? Well, let me post oh, this. Cap- like, yeah. I, then, yeah. <laughs> For what this movie but is, I think I that I think this it. accent is really the glue that holds this movie together. I'll rephrase the question: Do I love the accent? Bonnie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but kid, picture this movie without it. Is it even good? Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah, bit still better. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's like it's better. a little better. It's, like, it's honestly maybe 10% of honestly a better movie, but not... I not, can't even hear how you'd say put the bunny back in the box. Is Forrest Gump better without the accent? <laughs> put no. The bunny back Sometimes in the box. it's, it's not different. great. That's different. Life is like a put the bunny back in the box. It's I can't, you know, why draw the line? You got a bad accent. It's not ruining the movie, so it must be good, right? It's good enough for the movie. Here's what I'm saying. I can't Jordan. argue with that. The movie itself would be 10% better, but... The no, I don't think it would. Overall, as a movie, it would have been 10% better, but I'm saying now it's 10% more entertaining now that we just got that instead. Would it have been a better movie if he was regular Nicolas Cage? 100%. But is it more enjoyable for us now that he did it? Yes, maybe 20% more. It would have been a better technical movie in the moment, but would the we be talking declaration about Declaration of Independence. <laughs> we got to steal the Declaration of Independence. Wait, he doesn't have an accent in there. That's what we were trying to do. Right. Okay, then let's do this. Baze. Baze. Oh, God, no, not Baze. Yeah, every one of his roles with this accent, I'd still enjoy. In fact, what's that, what's that movie? Kick-Ass, that's an underrated role. <laughs> oh, Ch- he has a weird he accent, has in, that, accent yeah. in that. He kind of has And the weird thing is right now we're in, this, we're in the tight little pocket where he's still a normal action movie. But much, uh, much like Gary Busey, you cross a line and just... Cut the cord. You cut the cord and you're untethered. And we're still in the tethered. You guys forget that Nicolas Cage, when he was younger, is an Oscar-nominated type actor. Who people are like, what's he going to do? But now we know what he did. So enjoy it. He's like, I'm going to try an accent. Here's the real question. Why do... So this accent is bad, right? Technically, it's bad. No, yeah. It's a bad Southern accent. Yeah. How do you make a $120 million movie and people are like... Yeah, this is that the accent he did. I'll ask this again and again. <laughs> yeah, like Lots how did the director not this? be like, hey, Nick? John Malkovich was over Jordan, there. John Cusack, they Nick. all heard the accent. Jordan, he spent a summer in Alabama, okay? You're going to tell that guy <laughs> who thinks he nailed it. <laughs> like, you're going to be like... Uh, I guess I don't know this. He, maybe he was, was so thinking, excited maybe, about like about the trip to Nashville or whatever, like wherever you went, like I know Alabama. He, like he didn't even go to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent ten months in Nashville, and then they rewrite the character and it's set in Alabama. God damn it! 
Well, this is it's a Nashville a Southern accent. Or I imagine like everyone's like, we can fix this in post. In dubbing, when redubbing, maybe someone will drop it in redubbing. So we'll fix it in post. What's oh, funny is God. we almost have a Mount Rushmore in this movie of bad accents. Not not in this movie, but actors who have done notoriously bad accents. As much as I love it, John Malkovich's accent and Rounders, it's stick it in you. It's it's pretty bad. But does it make it better? Yes. Yeah, sure does. Oh, I did have a one question. So this is uh this is a little bit before we are at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Nicolas Cage meets his wife and he gets off what I could only say is a shrimping boat to get to her bar. Where is he coming from? <laughs> yeah, where How is this bar? Fu- this bar's on an island, Jordan. The only way to it is by boat. Even if it's on the Delta or River, it, wait, where is a cool he bar? What car are they getting into then? Yeah, I guess, well, I guess it's hers. Uh, yeah, I guess. If you take out the workout scene, the little it's almost like a little Rocky Boa montage of workout scene. Mm-hmm. Kind of take is. that out. Uh, the sneaky best part of that movie, or the prison montage, he's reading a book during a prison riot and looks just annoyed as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like sparks. like like There's bangs, like flashbangs, and he's just like... Yeah, uh, he has like a sideshow Bob moment where he's just Tuesday. like writing a note, and he's like, please, gentlemen, and then they all like go back to their cell. Got a... Uh, uh, so two things number one just comment do you guys remember when poe steps off the bus when he's like getting taken to the plane and I it's a, it's a slow-mo they're talking about well one i love okay first off so let me just actually back it up beep beep uh comment this is a big uh big gang kind of thing it's a big crew so i love when there's a breakdown it's like hogs he's known for blah 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 and ripping blah 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 <laughs> and we get that in spades in this one where every single person we go through like they even say weights like 620 or 230 pounds and they all know their stupid prison nicknames they're not even ta- giving us like like diamond virus Dog. grissom virus the cyrus 23 kills gpa four points you know yeah he's my favorite but back to the common why I want to bring it up is when they get to Cameron Poe, it goes a slow-mo of like uh, Nicholas Cage stepping off the bus like a <laughs> and his hair is like flowing in the wind. It's almost like a City of Angels thing he's doing where his like, head's just back and he's letting it blow in the wind. He's got what can shot. only be described as a shit-eating grin. <laughs> uh, freedom's in the air, but it, it's manifested and you visually see freedom blow back his lot. <laughs> it's true. And it is. The That's s- not wind. I wrote down only two outside the, the, the two most. What is it? It's freedom. It's freedom. It's okay. Fucking freedom. Cost um, a buck of five. You haven't heard of it? That's uh, number one of the two most Nicolas Cage moments in the movie. <laughs> That's on the. That's on nice. the. So yeah, I, re, I I saw it. I definitely saw it. Cool. I just so need to bring it up. It's really nice hair, but it's there's a bit of a receding hairline. Oh, for a sure. A bit. <laughs> a bit. That's that's the most confusing thing. You're not confusing anybody. It's a it's a very receding hairline. I almost think. No. Yeah. The 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 recession with the locks is confusing. I still like the way it looks. I think it's natural, or he has his own wig guy. I don't think that the movie made that decision. Oh, just to go back real quick, comment. Like, I guess I just don't know the prison system that well, but didn't it seem like they had a lot of contraband in their cells? There's just shit everywhere. I think if you're a nonviolent person, you... He was a you, murderer. I'm sorry, if you're a good behavior person in the air for seven years, I think you... You acquire some shit? Okay. Cyrus the Virus didn't have He much. made a bomb. Well, that's the most confusing part. Um, do you want to talk about that now? No, I actually, I guess we're kind of around that, unless you guys have anything I don't, else. I don't, actually, I don't think we are there yet. I mean, the only other thing I have is like a quick animosity. Like, why is Cameron antagonizing that guard so much? I'm like, I'm going to get that picture back. Like, settle down. You're going to see your daughter. Stop being weird. He did have a little bit of a chip on her shoulder, Cameron Poe. And his wife says... He just really believes in honor, like a fucking hard. Well, it got him in prison <laughs> and back on the airplane. He's got a hard honor. <laughs> 
<sighs> Sorry. Um, no. So his wife, though, says, you were that guy again. He obviously has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who is that guy? But the moment I saw him with the locks in prison, I'm like, that guy. That that's who that, that was kind of a fun part of the montage, too, was the hair growth. You know what I mean? There kind of went. There was like a bob, and then there was the long hair. It did. It did have a process, but it doesn't look like that seven year of growth. No, so that means he did trim it. He's trimming. trimming. He did get it trimmed. Um, Okay, so we've got. We're we're leaving prison. Mm -hmm. We're getting the rundown by uh, John Cusack's character and what's the jizz ass? What's his name? Kick ass. (laughs) The guy from TNT. What I forget it. What's his license plate say? Just ass kicker. Ass kicker. Sorry. So we've got a uh, Harkin or Larkin. What's his name? Larkin. No, that's that's John Cusack. Okay, so we've got Larkin and and kick kick ass. Let's find his name so we just don't just get stuck on kick ass. That's let's, fine. Let's say hey, let's give him better than jizz ass. Okay, Duncan Malloy. So we've got oh U.S. God. Marshal John Larkin and DEA agent Malloy. Malloy. Agent Malloy. So what confuses me Ooh. about their whole setup, right? Mm-hmm. Why is everything so rushed in this? In, in that spot? Like in this, in this moment right here. Why do you got to get your D? I know why they get their DAA um, agent on there. They want to talk to the Colombian where they get in Carson City on the switch, right? Right, right, right? So I get that. But why Why 10 minutes before the flight? Yeah, Why didn't like we give it a huge. little more time, like a day? I mean, there's notice. so many animosities with it. That and like the gun thing. Like, why? Why do you need to stuff it? Or, like, just like leave him. Like, he's fine up there. Um. Yeah. That. I. It's character trait to be like, hey, you're an asshole. You're gonna put a gun on here. Um. <laughs> do we have anything to say about the bomb? Like, I mean, the most thing. But one thing I have to say is like, just question like Cyrus's like hole in the wall. How did he get away with that without being Andy Dufresne in the poster? It seems like there was just like a chalk wall. Like, did he have to put that up every day and then like remold? Yeah, it was like, like it was, he was making like putty with his hand. What was he doing? Yeah, what was he doing to make that wall just like always hidden? I, I have some questions about that. So the biggest Maybe, question. I guess my only theory was a Dufresne thing, and then he eventually just sealed it up one last time for so for them to find kind of thing. I don't know. I like. It seems like he wanted them to find it so for the we're box. Ex- and we're, we're discussing how. Cyrus. Cyrus could hide a bomb in his room, right? Mm-hmm. So my biggest question, unlike Andy Dufresne, that Andy Dufresne happened from 1945 to 1978. You didn't have surveillance cameras. Cyrus the virus was under surveillance, <laughs> and I think he didn't have personal effects in his in his. He seemed room. a little more bare bones. And Andy Dufresne killed one guy and was doing favors for all the guards and the warden. Cyrus the Virus was just in... I don't know what his last name was. You're saying there's no comparison. There's no comp- I don't think it's <laughs> comparable. Also, how did he get all the plans for this plane? Where did he get them from? I know he wrote letters Jordan, to the always Colombians. There's always a guy. You're right. Just grease some wheels with some... Double, double gluck gluck. Yeah. Um, I did have this question, though, about... Oh, I actually have a big discussion point mm-hmm. about John Cusack's timeline okay oh just the okay. just in general i don't get how he's getting to everywhere he goes and the part where i noticed and how the, he's dragging cameron poe's family along to some of the locations too they get to at least four places Oh, that's a whole separate thing of argument so <laughs> so john cusack right he gives us the rundown of the the prisoners on the on the we get we got to do because there's too many characters and we need it we need a breakdown of everyone so we can feel invested some people get annoyed by that i believe it's i love them man i love a good breakdown it's called exposition, where there's absolutely 
<laughs> no need. There's there's no need for them to say it except to explain to the audience. Right. I love exposition. Exposition. I'd watch an entire movie with exposition. In fact, I'll one you up with you. Give me a goddamn narrator. Don't make me thinky thinky anymore. I just want to know what to think. So that's why you like Stranger Than Fiction. Well, no, that's creative. Come on. <laughs> well, as a, Actually, as it's the love story that I like the most. Go on though. Sorry. The love story. Okay. Um, John Cusack starts at the main prison, which is somewhere in Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Then he ends up wherever Cyrus's jail cell is. He goes to there. True. And they're all being flown around and driven to the plane and stuff. So it's all pretty far apart, you'd assume. Yeah. So I don't even know if it's the same prison complex, but let's assume it is, right? Mm-hmm. Then he gets back to an office and gets introduced to Cameron Poe's wife and kid <laughs> who they fly from. Alabama to where he's at? Yes. I don't know if it's an option, but like if I'm on parole, I'm going to like figure out my own like accommodations. Like, <laughs> like can, can I just uh, can I take can a I bus? Just, why can't he just leave? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like do Cameron I have Poe. to fly yeah, kid, Like I'm free. Like, can I just leave the yeah. prison now? And, right. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that he'd be flying out. I don't think I, I prefer so not to be on a flight. It would of make convicts. sense that they're transporting dangerous prisoners maybe around, but maybe, it doesn't but make sense his that they friend, would be like he had his friend there. Yeah, where's I'm so like he should just, like that doesn't mean fuck. It really Mark brought up a good point. I never really thought about this, but parole. Cameron Poe should just be kind of leaving. Yeah, I don't get what unless their, he has I don't get be, what their explanation that's, I, that's is. Why I didn't know if there were unless if he like rules. has to be paroled to the state of Alabama kind of thing, and they can't just like let him loose in Nevada kind right. of shit. So they're in Nevada, right? The prison he's in right now, or somewhere near desert. They're deserty. I kind of forget. Uh, Carson City. I just definitely know that. Yeah, Carson City would also. Yeah, that's. Sorry, just John Cusack bounces around too much, and I don't think the time that he's allotted, he could go to all these places. Mm. I mean, the most ridiculous one is definitely when he's racing the plane. Well, he landing, beats the plane at one plane. point. Like yeah, he, re- le- he leaves after and beats the plane somehow. I don't get how he could do that. He had a f- forty-five minutes to get there, and he beat the plane that was what ten minutes away. Yeah, it had yeah. already been on like in the air for like fifteen fucking. Minutes. Yeah, at that time there was like an explosion. They were finding clues and stuff. Like a lot had happened. And then to go back because I was kind of trying to figure out my timeline. It doesn't make sense that they brought Cameron Post family anywhere. No. One, they didn't answer any questions. Two, what budget are we dealing with here? <laughs> really? They flew them there, and then they flew them to Las Vegas. <laughs> With all the information we had, hey, your dad just crashed into Vegas. Let's get your asses in the He's probably shop. Let's get him on the ground. You're coming with us. You guys come with us. He hasn't seen you in seven years. Okay, so animosity. It's pretty much the entire crew's fault that this happened. They opened up like every gate. And probably the biggest animosity with the whole sequence of them fucking up is the pilot telling the co-pilot to take a gun and go check out that noise like it's a freaking scary movie. Of course he's going to die. And he did immediately. Well, it's like the Titanic. Like They got t- like chambers that take on water. Then like if you break it. like yeah, Keep the door closed. Keep the door closed. That door also, stays closed. Also, the pilot's door stays closed. We also, though, we are saying that from, like a pre, uh, uh, from a post 9-11 kind of standpoint where we know you keep the door closed. I don't I've know. seen Air Force One, though. I've seen it. All I know is this. If you have... A plane full of prisoners, that door stays closed. That's true. I know for <laughs> you sure. You come to me with a problem. I'm not coming to you. Yeah, so it's 100% saying- the pilot's fault that this happens. They should have just landed and like uh, whatever the second stop was and been like, radio in. Hey, uh, they uh, took over the back. Uh, everyone's dead. So or radio right away. Yeah, like just, just radio right away. Yeah. Crazy. I do have a I do have an animosity with the prisoner exchange, albeit Dusty in Carson City. Mm-hmm. If John Malkovich's character is 
so notor has such the notoriety of a murderer, wouldn't somebody recognize his face even in the wind? You'd assume the other prisoners do. Yeah, you'd assume everyone just would it just was know pretty covered up. Well, actually, you'd think that the flight. Well, if anything, if it's stormy, you'd think they'd be the grounded. Band, they'd be, you, ground, they'd be they grounded. They wouldn't get back up for sure. Not in that. But like, yeah, back to your question. Like, it also like it, it doesn't make sense that like they wouldn't like be like helping transport on that some people wouldn't like look in the plane or see something. These are dangerous criminals. Wouldn't they park the plane, get out some clipboards, and really yeah. check what's going on with this yeah. precious cargo? Also, I, I think they'd all be time. chained together. It's kind of like a group, like. Uh, Cameron gets introduced kind of into Cyrus's inner circle because Cyrus is like, I like the cut of this guy's jib. I love your hair. You're part of the crew. Raul. <laughs> Eight <Sorry>. inches? <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't it weird how quickly uh, Cyrus befriends him? I mean, it's a plane full of criminals. You know, he befriends everybody. No, kind he of. doesn't at all. Kind of. Well, he lets everybody loose. He even lets Steve Buscemi loose. He's, a, he's definitely, you know. He's, Don't they kind of like... Don't don't they mention like oh I've like heard of you or like they they kind of like allude to like your work, yeah right? like, exactly but nobody's heard of Cameron fucking Poe no he's not a criminal he's not one of them he's not in the system so question I think I know the answer but they 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 would just shoot that plane down immediately as soon as they found it yeah they would not let them well they totally made I mean I this is jumping the sharks so I don't want to say that they you'll go too far but I think we all agree that they should have just shot down the plane yeah. That's yeah. a big animosity. Or it gets to a city. Yeah, exactly. Shoot. They even knew they were close to like land in the air ba- or land at the airport in Las Vegas. Why would you trust criminals to take orders? Mm. They took over the plane. Yeah, you there's not even like men on board. It's just it's just criminals. I think like, Malloy even says that there's like everyone signs a contract that like if it gets taken over, we take it down. So like, well, let's even you, just assume. That, seems like that happened. Let's assume with the guards and everybody, it's ten people. Versus crashing into the Vegas Strip? Come on, guys. Malloy, Malloy's got a point. Just shoot him down at that point. In the 90s movie, there's the new Kamal, and he is that. <laughs> He's the new Kamal. But uh, in, in that case, you should have. Also, when they're in the desert and they're trying to pull the plane out, by the time they were like, we've got company, like it would have been too late. By the time you see like the armed forces coming in. I also yeah. don't think you can just fly a crashed plane that... like whatever 20 men are just pulling out of the desert like that's not yeah. gonna happen the they couldn't have pulled the plane out well, of that's, that a, sand that's an iron man thing they never do. would have been able to pull it out like, the strongest man type they of had shit. a little tractor but like that wouldn't have helped like also like there, there was six guys and a tractor there's no did way they, they have a tractor they had a little uh, they, tractor they but like tractor. but not one that's gonna pull out a cargo plane full but like also like you're gonna tell me there's no front damage nothing happened to any of those propellers from you like skidding up like on your nose and into the sand yeah i think the, everything's like fine the landing gear is gone like how you launch how you like i think the gear is gone like the yeah they're gonna have to memphis bell it in wherever they're going to the next gear. place Another good airplane movie. If you're on a plane, I like the movie. <laughs> I haven't come up with one. I've not seen Snakes on a Plane. Um, but all of the ones we've said. Um, you know what annoyed me uh, during all the time in the world to set up the defense, mm-hmm. the prisoner's defense? It's that they created a diagram with those Coke cans. Well, that, Where did you find well, six Coke cans? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that like, product placement? I don't know. You're saying like all of a sudden you see a dust cloud coming. You're out of time. You don't have time to do a whole plan. and They have time to set up. Biggest question... Unless I was like looking down and I missed this, where did all the weapons come from? All of a sudden, everyone had a machine gun. They were in the underbelly, right? There was a be- there was a cache in the belly, uh, the belly of the plane. There I was, think. and they explained this during the beginning when 
when Cusack's character was fighting, no plane, no guns on the plane. The pilots have one gun, and then in the underbelly, we have some guns. He did not say they had an arsenal, a huge a defense arsenal. arsenal, which seems dumb. Yeah. Not, yeah, not multiple like, ARs and AKs. I thought maybe it seems like you two handguns or right? none. Seems like you would just want none, except for maybe the pilots. Just lock the pilots in, and they both have guns. That's all you would really want. If the guards fuck up, they sign the waiver. This won't make it. So public service announcement. More guns is never going to be a good answer to lots of things. And this is an example that if you put guns, they'll get maybe used poorly. True. Don't keep it. If Unless you you're Cameron it. Poe, in which case they'll be used correctly. <laughs> no, Cameron Poe doesn't need a gun. It's got that fucking It does thing. just use his bare hands to kill, actually, I think everybody. He doesn't shoot anybody in this movie. Um, No, he doesn't need to. He's got his body. <laughs> he has shoulders that are just so big. Um, one of the best parts of this movie were, or, or not this movie, during the the Lerner Air Force Air Force scene, Fierce. Lerner Airfield scene mm-hmm. is uh, Bubba, his friend's character. I don't remember the character's name anymore. What's his name? Baby O. Oh, Baby O. Baby O's getting so sweaty because of I guess diabetes makes you sweaty. I don't know if that's a case or if that's just a character acting trait because Bubba was also really sweaty. I don't know. <laughs> they were also in the jungle. I, I mean, they were also in Vietnam. And he's in a stagnant airplane, so maybe it makes yeah, sense. Oh, and the desert. It's dry. That's though. true. It has nothing to do with diabetes. That was my bad. Now we're all getting <laughs> Your bad. questions it's answered. Easy mistake. Easy anyway, mistake. to dab off that sweat and then give him a little blanket, that's how we get tank top Tommy over there. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's character. <laughs> You forget. It's like, how's that? How's he get into that? Uh, the best part of the tank top, too, is, again, it's showing off how big those shoulders are, man. Those it's sho- almost like he wrote in. Like, the, all the rewrites were also like, yeah, I'm also going to want to show off my shoulders in this at some point. Yeah. On the flip side, though, I like how Cyrus and Ving Rang's character, the, the rest of the time, they got to be casual cops outfits. Yeah, that's that was a fun. fun character trait. It's kind of like cool Boy Scouts. It's like, yeah, we're Boy Scouts, but we're cool ones. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. That's how I explain it. Uh, so question. Granted, it might be like a little more extreme at an airport probably for their first aid kits, but have you ever seen a syringe in a first aid kit? Thought to myself. I know technically it was in a it was in a dilapidated, beat that, that, down fire truck, but come that's on. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe I guess it was a little more EMT-ish, kind of where he found it, but like you're never going to be able to find a syringe. If the one you had is broken, you're like, well, you're, you're going to die. Sorry. Can't you Sorry, drink baby it o. or something? Yeah, baby O, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave you at Carson City. Okay. Here's my other question. Like, if you already like left a clue that they were going to be at Carson City, at that point, why didn't he just get baby O off the plane at Carson City, try to get the lady guard snuck away, and then just wait for the cops there? There was a lot of time, it seemed. Yeah, a ton of time, and everyone was really busy. It seems like all the time he was like sneaking around, he could have just been sneaking people away. Yeah, and the and the woman guard too. Yeah, he should have easily gotten her off. Like the plane. he already could have when he like beat up that guy, like and when he beat up uh, Johnny Twenty Three and like protected her, he could have then just get off, get yeah, out of here. Yeah, get out of here, like run. Yeah, and <laughs> at that point, actually. When he came back... He's honorable, but he ain't smart. No, and here's actually a really good point. I didn't think about this before you just brought it up. He had already met John Cusack's character. So he knew there was some form True. of reinforcement. Leave Baby O hey. and the lady there. Why? In fact, Jordan, why is anybody getting Jordan, back there's on the there's only plane? two men he trusts, and he ain't one of them yet. That's true. He did answer our question. <laughs> at, the end of the, quote. at the end of the movie, was John Cusack the third man? 
<laughs> no, it actually wasn't. It was uh, oddly, it was uh, it was Cyrus. Cyrus. He, he was just a man of his word the whole time. Listen, he's not a, he's not great, but he is if he's not a man of his word, he is honest. <laughs> when John Malkovich is killing um, the uh, the cartel guy when he's getting away on the plane, and he throws that cigarette onto the gas station and that gas tanker. Is that the Syed? Yeah, that's the Syed. He's going Syed. Yanara. It yeah. may be the best tagline of the movie, or not tagline. But. That explosion would kill everybody. That would be huge. It's a fucking gas station, so the tanks below would blow. And then there was an actual tank, like a truck, like a like a like a semi tanker <laughs> full of nope. gas that blows up next to it. Didn't. It gives us a sweet leap from uh, from Nicholas Cage. But that explosion <laughs> would have like taken out that whole Nicolas airfield. Nicholas Cage jumps through a window and doesn't get a scratch. <laughs> Um, would it have been that big of an explosion? I yeah, don't know. It would know. have taken out the airfield. Maybe more. I can't tell. <laughs> it would have tell. been huge. <laughs> I guess the real answer is maybe there's no gas there because it's Yeah, because the it still blows up. They still make a fireball, but just one that doesn't engulf everybody like it should. I'll side with uh, you. Shrapnel, too. Just yeah, shrapnel. Just, yeah, they, they would have died. Oh, I do have a question. Um, I the, mean, so you guess the body count of like eight. Yeah, I guess low. Oh, that was So like, do you I believe it like, is 40... Is forty five or whatever it is? Is that forty three? Is that a little more accurate? I forgot about this desert scene. They're killing a lot of like just army people coming Do in. Most of those. Um, I mean, like almost like, everyone killed? on the plane dies except for like three of the main people. At That's the true. end, like twelve people, twenty people die on the plane. It's like Steve Buscemi lives. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's the only one. Unless you're good, everyone dies on the plane. And I think yeah, the, pretty guard, much. the guards, I don't know if they survived. They all survived. Well, the, the two guards that had lines lived. When Sally Bishop <laughs> knocks uh, Cyrus down with the gun. Beat him to death. There's so many times where people are kind of like slightly unconscious. Just, just murder him then. When did she Zombie get a good double tap? Him. When did she get a good go at him? I can't exactly remember, but it's like when it's already it's when Cameron Poe's in the cock in the front cockpit. He's like, it's Cameron Poe. I've control of the plane right before they crash. Oh, and she's like, hey Cyrus, and like she takes the butt of a gun and instead of shooting him, I'm gonna I'm, for the benefit of the doubt, I'm gonna assume she's out of ammo. But she hits him in the head and then he just falls over. Then you just beat him to death with the gun because things are out of control. And it's a yeah, fight for your if, life. If you're out of ammo, you just keep beating. So that whole scene, the prison takeover of the plane, mm-hmm. I actually have a lot of questions there. Okay. Um, one is, did Cyrus and um, Vin Rang's character, did, how did they coordinate plans between prisons because yeah. were they from the same prison or not though? they may have been from the same I don't that, those, that part I, was kind of unclear i think they all came on set well okay they all at least it's hard to say because that's when they were going through the rap sheets so they were all was kind of getting off bus different buses but <laughs> you just you get a call from prison prison and they just did it all over the phone <laughs> you could make i have no idea phone. i don't know if you could do that and then um oh this is actually a, a big problem uh, dave Chappelle's character pulls out the lighter fluid and one match mm-hmm a lot of, a lot of trust lot riding on that one faith. match. Yeah, true. A lot oh, of faith. the bag ripped, so this match is spent. Oh, no, this is like... That's uh, the thing about faith. It's a prison match. I've had it in my asshole for seven years. <laughs> I just don't know how it's going to work. But that, that was a big animosity. And then after that, it takes a lot to just get Cyrus out and Vin Rain's character out. Well, it really, honestly, like, one, like, what if they wouldn't have unlocked their locks with those nails? Like, we're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, kind of thing. And all, like, just, a lot could have gone wrong. A lot of of loopholes could have gone wrong. A lot of it was luck, just that the guards were stupid and unlocked every gate and gave them access. Like, really, it should have just been stopped in the no, first No, he got area. the keys somehow. Chappelle got the keys he, somehow. He just straight up grabbed him, like not even too sneaky, just took it. Like it wasn't It's a hard was thing to question so much though. You know True. what I mean? I mean you like, have to these, set up this ridiculousness. Block, I'm not trying to shut you down. I'm just 
No, you're it's, it's, you're you're right too. It's fun to bring them up. Though. It's an asshole thing to ask. <laughs> I, I saw it. It happened. It worked. <laughs> you know, if they could have just narrated it for me to <laughs> cover up some of those loopholes, I would have I would have enjoyed it. I do have an animosity about Dave Chappelle's par- Dave Chappelle's character Pinball. Mm-hmm. Um, his body would pulverize and be nothing. Oh, just getting run over by the wheel and sucked into the plane, and that would that alone would oh, like well, I wasn't that even alone saying would, that that alone would mess him up because that's the weight of a plane crushing you. And I don't then, even know how he got stuck in the wheel. I don't think from where he was that could happen. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> like I don't, know. I don't know enough about planes to dispute that. It, it, You're, neither neither do I. Maybe that's to happen, maybe but, that's getting oh. run over by plane one hundred and one. <laughs> you get stuck in the wheel. Well, like that's first day even, type shit. They wouldn't even solve who Pinball's body was until like <laughs> three weeks later. They would think he was a jumper from a skyscraper. You would, yeah, you would be like, oh, what the, you wouldn't even know it was a body for half a second. Yeah. What the fuck just happened? Damn oh. birds. Uh, no one survives that plane crash. Just quick animosity. Just, you can't. The one at the end? Yeah. You, no one survived that. Not only did no one survive that, they killed hundreds of extra people down the street. Well, not everybody survived. Uh, someone, some lost their arms. Yeah, people, Johnny 23 did not survive. I'm saying no one did. <laughs> okay. Like, you can't, like, they did not survive. <laughs> That's the second plane crash they survived. They crash land in the desert too. I guess it's, the, the biggest thing is at least you don't think so. No, no. I don't think they were in their seats for the Vegas one. It, what the Lerner oh, Airfield, oh, they actually, were in their. Try seats. to come which down nice and easy. Do you think you could land in the desert somewhere? Well, maybe at least a little safer, better. But I still think they just would have toppled, flipped, and crashed like Ooh, Air Force One style. Forget about exploded. the topple. Here's what's done. Let me actually back to what you just said. Uh, like that, no one was buckled in during the crash in Las Vegas. Not only that, this pisses me off. Um, Michael, John Malkovich and Nicholas Cage have a confrontation while there's like, so like, there's like a 20 minute skid while from the second they like, touch down to like, they crash in the hotel. Like as it's crashing, they're like upstanding. Yeah. And they're all of a sudden like, you won't get away with this kind of thing. Like you can't stop me. They're having one of those moments. Like, but just standing and shaking each other while the plane is like destroying Las Vegas. Have you ever been on a plane when there's a slight bump and yeah. you're like, oh, I get why they tell you to sit down. Yeah. I could get rocketed into the tenth row. <laughs> Why didn't he? They, he just veer off into the desert. That's an excellent point. Like that would not have like looked a, as cool. Like it would have been so much easier and safer than like let me just head towards all the buildings and all the structure. There's not a lot of anything except for these this big group of people. <laughs> yeah, she like like yeah, ridiculous. Uh, comment. I don't know if it's an animosity, but just like. The fact that there's an end chase, like the fact that there's one more chasing after that plane crashing is ridiculous. You just see fucking Cyrus like on the top of a, a fire truck, just like. Do you do you know what the escaping. most escaping? You're like, like what no the questions fuck? asked that they just let like Cameron Poe take a police motorcycle. I'm like, of course he has to end this. That's the most ridiculous thing. All of a sudden, Cameron Poe and John Cusack's character, they're a buddy, they're buddy cops, they're buddy cop duo, and we're like riding motorcycles. Bump. I hate to break it to you. He's getting arrested. They said at the beginning of the movie, Cameron, you're still a prisoner until you're you've been released. Like you can't do this. You're a prisoner still. Like as soon as like he comes out of the plane with Bishop in hand, they would have tackled and cuffed him. Like get down. Yeah. Nobody explained anything. It's like, all right, your family's here. We flew him out. You're good. Yeah. That's almost the weirdest. Oh, you dropped the body with my name on it. (laughs) 
Oh, you read that? I thought there's no way that you could. <laughs> oh read that. no, I thought it's gonna. We never. Yeah, they oh, never you found got that, that clue. Um. So uh, <laughs> okay, I'll go back really quick. It would have been funny if uh, Chappelle's character just landed at the top of a skyscraper and nobody ever got the note, <laughs> and then somebody's doing maintenance works like six months later. It's like, what the fuck is that? Or it just oh all of a sudden cuts to a scene out in the middle of a desert and just <laughs> just, out out just like just splat. Oh, another thing is if you can picture back them flying over our wherever the fuck it was where they dropped Chappelle, mm-hmm. that plane is flying way too low for him to drop like that yeah that's not cruising speed i know it's an aeroplane and not a jet engine they have propellers which... was that before was that no we already switched pilots by then we have we have a, we have a wacky pilot you know we're not going by regulation anymore so this is after all this melee vegas strip just got blown up killed at least if i'm doing my count right a couple thousand 90 percent of the deaths right outside of the 10 or 12 before to get to 40 right 30 people died at the end of the movie, John Cusack's character and Malloy, the other, the DAA officer, mm-hmm. they're just friends. Jizz-ass? Jizz-ass, Mr. Jizz-ass are just friends. Jordan, when you I go through... ass jizz, but... <laughs> when you go through something like that, Jordan, you're just best friends forever. He just ruined his car four hours earlier. Yeah, but insurance is covered and he wanted his a new one like anyway. like 1963 sweet-ass Corvette. Well, so John Cusack is acting a little bigger for his britches for just like, I'm in charge of the flight of transfer, like transferring these prisoners. And it went bad. It went really, really bad. <laughs> it went horrible. Fine. And he kept bringing up my plane... What does he mean by that? Why is he so connected to the plane? I, I don't know. I think jizz ass, albeit a little rough. <laughs> Jeez, man. Sorry. No, go on. Malloy. I think that Malloy's character, albeit the wrong approach, uh-huh. was right. I, he came in pretty hot. And the like, DA stuff was dumb. The putting the, their agent yeah. on there was dumb. Yeah. He made a big mistake following the other transponder on the tourist plane. Oh, I love that part, though. The think think about being on that tour plan. Right. Midway through the movie, he starts being right. Up until there, he's way wrong. <laughs> I agree. Way uh, wrong. Taking it back to the the end fight where we were at, animosity. This is the fight between who? Uh, the, the, this is on the fire the truck. The chase scene? This is the chase scene. This is the last one on the fire truck uh, scene. Nicolas Cage puts a pole through um, John Malkovich's like, ankle, ankle. Like all the way through. Well, like he does scream for a second, but he keeps fighting after that and like hobbling around. You can't stand on that. You have a wobbly, loose. Le- That's the end of me. After that, enough. Done. I'm done. Oh my god. Oh my god. Take me. It's a little tough to see at the end of the movie after John Malkovich goes through a skywalk, which again I recommend if you're going to be in Vegas, don't ever go into the sun unless you're at a pool. Um, <laughs> take the skywalk. Most of the time, you won't get hit by John Malkovich. So he goes through that. He hits some electrical transponder area. Oh, just some wires. Just some, just some wires. wires. Gets gets electrocuted mm-hmm. or shocked. I don't know which one's Falls right. Falls a couple stories. Falls down, and then all of a sudden, he's in that compressor thing. But it, he must have gotten... He didn't move for three minutes of just like... So I guess question to you guys, was he conscious? <laughs> I don't know. He got real yeah. electric. Yeah, he I got just, knocked out. Just, can he just not move? He's like, Ugh. he did seem to reflect the give me a, oh no Mondays look. That's true. When his head was about to get crushed. True. So there was some reflection there. It was like, oh shit. 
Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is uh, I don't. I guess it's not an animosity. I guess it's just a comment. Uh, his little girl is traumatized forever. She's coming to a disaster <laughs> scene where a plane crash killed hundreds of people. Her dad is coming back with a bullet wound to the arm, covered in blood and sweat. He's uh, long- oh yeah, he just ate that bullet too. Yeah. He had, oh god. Oh, we didn't even talk he just about took that it actually to the arm. Dude, oh. okay. oh yeah. Okay, let me wrap this up quick. Try so, try to paint the picture when you explain okay. him eating the bullet. Okay. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> so like, but his little girl is gonna be traumatized forever. They took him to a, like just a disaster scene. Took her to a disaster scene. Yeah, I don't get why they <laughs> took crazy. her anywhere. I don't. They didn't add anything. Seems like they'd just be waiting in Alabama for him to be released to the prison. She Did was you, a little weird upon you know. Oh, that is true. Girl. She was a little scared, but now scared she's gonna be crying every night. No, I mean, I think there'll be lasting effects without having the a realization dad for that, oh, my dad's a con. But this Vict. is. <laughs> this actually, I, I was waiting for him to say, because he looks awful. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's had a day. And <laughs> he has that hairstyle. Blood, he's had a day, and he had. But what's the, what's the daughter's name? Haley? Jolene? Cassie. Cassie? Casey. Casey? Hazel. Hazel? Is it? No, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's Casey. It's Casey or Cassie. When she first met her dad. When Casey sees her dad, she is reasonably scared because mm-hmm. her dad because looks terrifying. Because dead bodies everywhere. Her dad's never seen this thing. man before. It looks Dude, like Jesus, like, possibly. I have a picture of you. She's seen him. She's not in person. That's true. She has corresponded with him. But, but it was that mid-bob cut. No, that's great because he explains. He's like, I was going to get a haircut. <laughs> to the mid-bob. He's going back to the mid-bob. <laughs> But I, I'm glad don't. that he explained. He's like, oh, shit, my hair looks bad. And then he gives her, which I have no idea how it got out of the wrapping, the bunny. I also love how the mom's like, Dad, this you smells take like sewage. That bunny, you take the gift. You take goddamn daddy's gift. It doesn't gift. matter whose blood's on that bunny. <laughs> Mommy, it's wet. <laughs> Plus, let's be honest. This was Casey's first plane ride and helicopter ride all in the same day. True. Dealing with the bunch She's of had shit. a big day. There's no way she's been on a plane ride. Definitely not a helicopter before. Big day now. for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be sad when her dad's taken back to prison for killing four people. <laughs> he wasn't given like a marshal's badge. He just killed four people. Let's be honest. That underbelly fight, that was murder. Yeah, that was just murder. That was murder. That was me trying to do an accent. Moida. Moida. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up questions. Comments. Animosity. If there were other things that we missed that you guys had, you know what to do. Hit us up on social media. Email us. But we'll get to all that good jazz in the end. Moving on to recasting. Nice guys. Recasting. How low do you want to go? How deep? Uh, I'll just throw out Cassie Poe, the daughter. Do you anyone have a daughter? No. I just put it Hayden Pantera. I always just put Young uh, Revive Titans. Shoe in. Moving on. Um, Swamp Thing. Okay, I wanted to put someone really charming here, but I waited for later. So I put Jeff Bridges here now. That I put he's not Jeff charming. Bridges too. Can we just all shake on Jeff Bridges? John C. Riley. Ooh, I have John C. Riley somewhere else in the movie. John C. Riley's kind of a Malloyish. That's ooh, that's where I put him. Straight looks though. Let's just jump there. I went to Malloy and I put John C. Riley. There's a lot of looks, but he used to do serious roles. He used to do kind of the hard role. So he, that's that's believable. I just want to comment on yours. I love Jeff Bridges there. It's yeah. better than mine. Do you want to hear my weird one? He's a, yeah. he's a quirky convict. That like that would be perfect. Plus, Swamp Thing seemed a little older, a little wiser, a little grayer. Yeah, yeah. That's why he kind of went that way. Damn. Um, your guys is good. I also put Bill Burr there because <laughs> be I know he's a helicopter pilot. You know where I could see Bill Burr? Ooh, I'll save that for later. Save actually, because because uh, I'll know where I'll put him. Um, did anyone right, have a- on Malloy? Did you have a Malloy, Jordan? 
My, my Malloy was actually John C. Riley. Yeah. I was having a real tough time with Malloy, so I just said, nah. I did Nick Nolte, something like more of like an asshole. A little grizzly. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I kind of like that. So I thought about assholes and who I think is the biggest asshole. Nick Nolte, actor. I don't think you're an asshole. I think you can play an asshole well. Yeah, he's gruff. He's gruff, gruff. asshole. Yeah. Um, I actually, Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Oh. Paul Giamatti annoys me. But as who? Malloy. Oh, it's Malloy. Oh, that would kind of work. Oh, yeah, he he's good at doing that kind of management cop kind of role too. Yeah, that works for me. It wasn't okay, my... so we've done we've done Swamp Thing, we've done Malloy. Uh, did anybody have da 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 Johnny Twenty Three? Johnny Twenty Three. <laughs> okay, I went Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I I don't want to like like obviously take a a, a like a, he's a role. John Three Sixteen. Well, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Steve Malloy. So this is gonna this is gonna sound really bad. I don't want to take a. A role of color away from anybody, but I kind of thought, who do I see as someone who looks really kind of rapey? And I thought, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin seems just kind of like that to me. Well, and I, I, and I don't want to. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Uh, if, I to, if I were to put John Stone Cold Steve Austin, he would have been the dick. Just Cop. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. If sure. I had to put him in the movie, he would have played that in like a Universal Soldier, though. Um, that's true. I put um, I put Edward James Olmos. He's the dad in Selena. Okay, he's okay. in the movie. He's the principal in Stand and Deliver. Yeah, okay, he right. looks like Danny Trejo. Um, yeah. I put uh, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, fine. Tommy Chong. <laughs> well, either, see, it either of them is an evil rapist is where I'm going like, oh, no. I don't want to see it. Oh, I could see that. Oh. Ke- I didn't know his name and I didn't want to look it up, but I thought about uh, from La Bamba, Richie's brother, Steve. <laughs> okay. Richie. I don't know how he aged, but a, I like that guy and he's okay. Mexican actor. I'll actually give that to you. All, All right, right up. you guys want to go to? Pinball. Uh, Dave Chappelle. I did handle a burst. It'd be like a little more dry, but it'd be kind of. It'd still be like funny. I did Chris Rock. That would work. Hannibal burst. That's that. <laughs> and I only did that because I didn't want to say Chris Rock. No, but look who you look who you pulled up. Oh no no no! This is that's what that's Ed, had the, that's Edward James almost. Yeah, we know he did the same. He had the same picture pulled up from the last. Yeah. No, I thought you could read my notes from forty feet away. I was so no. proud of it, just like Hannibal Burst or whatever. I, I as well had Hannibal Burst. That's why I would have liked him there. I, I would have enjoyed it. Uh, check oh, out his working man. band of robbers. Uh, uh, Trisha, Jamie Presley. Sure. You know her from uh, My Name is Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl. Oh, shit. Did you get to actually hear about the actress who uh, got stabbed? Uh, Reese, no. Reese Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Oh, God. <laughs> he's doing like he's... he's it's a bit. Mark, got you. Mark's all of a sudden pulling out dad jokes. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like Con Air, you missed the landing strip on that one. You just, you just flew over I my goddamn head. I straight over the strip. You're somewhere in Lerner Airfield, and I think you're going to be in Carson City or <laughs> Mobile, Alabama. That oh just room. Oh, my God. Um, I don't have anybody. Could have been anybody. The role didn't do anything. Garland Green. Anybody have a Garland Green? Thought about this one long and hard. Uh, you guys go. Also, Can like how first? we didn't have a nickname. Yeah, he's just like Garland Green. Gar- yeah, Gar- uh, I went Willem Dafoe. Ooh, like it? One. Thought about it. Who do you have? I went uh, I like Sam that. Rockwell. Ooh, that'd be good too. I couldn't think of anyone. Quirky. I need oh, a little Sam quirk. Rock. Yeah. He would be charming. Whereas like Willem Dafoe would be more like creepy, like Yeah, Willem Dafoe would be, would be creepier. Yeah. I couldn't would think have, of anyone. I honestly no, couldn't think of anyone good. Uh did you have uh did you have Vince? 
Vince, course, yeah, Vince Larkin. Yeah, I did Robert Downey Jr. I think that's how who would do it nowadays. A little bit, he's he's the John Cusack character. Uh, he's a little more smooth talking. He has to be kind of likable. John Travolta. That would work around the yeah, time period. Oh, Just God, more be, time period would, than anything. I, a, I don't know if I'd like it more. A, yeah, you would. It'd be a beautiful back-to-back of Face Off and Conair the same fucking month. <laughs> oh, You'd be yeah. like, oh, give me more. That, that, makes, that, it, that, been that makes it cool. I thought about putting John Travolta in other places just so they could have two movies together. Mm-hmm. And then we almost have this weird thing going on, but I didn't. Um, the All-American Boy. Scott Bakula. Oh. <laughs> All right. I thought of about a bunch of names, and then I'm like, who do I want? Scott Bakula never got his chance to do movies. This could have been a great vehicle. You're going to give him a shot? I was. I am. Love that. If you don't know who Scott Bakula is, Quantum Leap, the Patreon. Before we get to Cyrus or Cameron, does anybody have a diamond dog? Uh, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. I went, uh, who did I, oh, uh, Tyrese Gibson. Oh, I did that. Oh, for, nice. I did Tyrese Gibson for Baby O. Oh, I didn't have a baby you. I did. I went Dave Chappelle. <laughs> okay, you gave him a bigger role. You, nice. gave, you just gave him the role. Well, he was originally who they were going to go after, so I just thought. Oh, okay. So you did. You had Tyrese Gibson for Baby O. Yeah, and then for I did the same as Jordan. Then for or what about, Diamond Dog? I did. What um, about like Exhibit or DMX or like Nelly or something? For, I thought. Uh, I thought. Yeah, I thought about all. Yeah, I thought about like a, like a rapper or something. Ooh, Nelly. Yeah, a little Nelly. Well, he's in what the longest year? Longest yard. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, Cyrus. Jordan, who's your Cyrus? Ooh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, what are we doing for Cyrus? Ooh. Cyrus the virus. Christoph Waltz. That. Taking someone who's usually a hero, making him a villain, Bruce Willis. Also bald? Yeah, sure. I went baldy <laughs> too. I went uh, Vin Diesel. You guys went way different from me. <laughs> So different. You, you I like went, it. You went like creepy John Malkovich. I want to stick it in you. Like <laughs> that's what you went. We yeah. went. Uh, this is an action thing with shitty bad one-liners. I put Bruce Willis who delivers shitty bad one-liners. As the villain, Imagine, I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like yours too. So I went Christoph Waltz. He might be too on the nose. What do you think about? And I really did. Yours think, one for sure. Yeah, but it's it's almost perfect casting. Yeah, perfect. Not it's not me. It already happened. They they did. Christoph it. Waltz is the likable awkwardness of John Malkovich. He's like the same kind of actor, but because like he's like foreign, he gets away with it for some reason. Yeah, but he brings. And I a don't charm. mean that in, like a mean way. I like the fact that he does like, but it's just a less off putting for some reason. So hear me out. I actually thought about doing this. Um, I thought about putting Christoph Waltz, maybe Gerald Green, the Steve Buscemi character, mm-hmm. and then to make it a more buff actiony movie, like you guys did. Denzel Washington to Cyrus, but he might be too in charge or not enough in charge. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I could actually, that'd be actually kind of good. Just him a little more unhinged. I thought about Cyrus a bunch. I also thought about William. Defoe. I mean, it might be, it's, just, it's a little too crazy for him. Um, oh, I'll throw this out here because we're trying to do it every once in a while. John Lovitz as uh, Green, Greenly as uh, the Steve Buscemi <laughs> character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it stinks. <laughs> uh, just try to put him in. Uh, I think we're to Cameron. We are to Cameron. Um, you guys go first. Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. He can carry it. Does he do the accent or not? No, it's actually just like... Just regular Tom Cruise. It's a spinoff of Top Gun. <laughs> he got into some trouble. He got in a bar fight a couple of months after we left off. Let's this face is it. Top Gun 2, basically. I thought about that. I really did. But I think he can be in any action comedy. Well, any action movie. Right? Do you agree? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I could plug him into almost any 90s action. So I guess mine, then mine are just like bullshit. Like no, no, like, no. Because I had. It's I'd not bullshit because it Keanu works. Could, yeah, it totally works. Keanu doing the accent or not doing the accent? No. I say yeah. 
I think whoever Keanu it is has, has to do the accent. It's part of the role. Keanu no one told draw. Nick to go to have Alabama. Have you ever? Yeah. In fact, they were like, where did he go? We need no, him here now. No, we need him here now. Not everybody from Alabama He's at a famous accent. Dave's in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, say. So I had a really tough time not casting Keanu in this role because I love him. So based on the accent, which is a big part of the role for me, I went with Daniel Craig. Based off his Knives Out accent. Just a dumb okay. accent that grows on you. Interesting. And he can obviously play an action guy. Yeah, he can definitely play an action guy. So, okay, that's hear me right. out. I originally wanted to put... His accent in Knives Out is, is ridiculous. But it, it grows on you. It and does. currently on Amazon Prime, if anyone wants to watch that. For it is. Shout out. I nice will watch that. During quarantine. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. I plan on rewatching that this weekend at some point. Um, okay, my guy. I originally wanted to put his Swamp thing, but then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, he's just the lead. Matthew McConaughey. But like a couple of years ago when he was still like Jack, when he's doing stuff like Sahara and stuff, oh, he, he already has the accent. You don't have to worry about that. He's just going to bring it. He's going to be like, put the bunny back in the box. He's going to give gonna so many good one-liners. Yeah. It's actually going to be the believable delivery of all those lines almost. Uh, You'll remember that I want a Matthew McConaughey in every Kurt Russell movie we've done. <laughs> I just want to say there's something it's, there. Yeah, it's a lo- Jordan, it's the same who's again? They have the same level of charm. Daniel Craig. Obviously, oh, his is better. Yeah, he just beat you out. You had the winner, though. What do you yeah, think? But, what do you think though of Matthew McConaughey Swamp Thing? Because that's where I wanted to put him. Wouldn't that be kind no. of fun? Hey, everybody, welcome. Jeff Bridges is better as Jeff Swamp Bridges thing. is the yeah. best Swamp Thing. Okay. But if you did, if you did McConaughey a Swamp Thing, the, it's a True Grit version. Or true it would blood. have to be now. It'd have to be older him. It can't be young. True Detective. Yeah. It can't be young end. shiny him. He said three different True it's, Things before he got to True be Detective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's got to be like uh, Angels in the Outfield McConaughey. Uh oh, someone's getting to my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's not a lie uh, either. Did we go through the entire cast? We did. We did. Uh, okay, real quick. This is the biggest um, casting what-ifs I think we've ever had. So this was for the role of Cyrus. The people they, they were talking about were Willem Dafoe, Good. Mickey Rourke. Good. Um, let's see. Mickey Rourke 97 is a little weird. Then moving on to, okay, this is also for Cyrus the Virus. Uh, Gary Oldman was their first choice. Uh, and then Kevin Bacon. Oh, Alec, this is for all virus, Cyrus, by the way. Uh, Kevin Bacon, Alec Baldwin. This is all for Cyrus. Oh, I'm, there's like 20 more people. Jesus. George Clooney, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Richard Dreyfus, James Gandolfini, Ed Harris. Uh, Ooh, I, I like Ed Harris. Anybody. Ed, Rutger Hauer. Ed Harris would have been a good one. Yeah, that been that would be good. William Hurt, Michael Keaton. I don't know. I would see him somewhere, but maybe not the villain. Uh, I Michael think Michael Madsen. Keaton's underrated, and he could have been the villain. He I mean, could have been Vince. I mean, he did it in Spider-Man later, so I mean, I mean we know he can do it. Uh, uh, Michael Madsen, uh, Jack Nicholson, Sean Penn. I could see maybe Jack Nicholson so doing this in yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman actually is Johnny 23. Um, Tim Robbins, uh, Tom Sizemore, Tim John Matt. Travolta uh, was in the mix. Peter Weller and Bruce Willis were considered. Now for Larkin, oh Jesus, Robert Downey Jr., who I actually ended up casting. I didn't even see this. Uh, Charlie Sheen, and oh, you're gonna hate this, Matthew Broderick. I'm not. Oh, a wasn't there Broderick a um, coach for In Miracle? Uh, uh, Big uh, Trouble. Uh, Michael Douglas. Kirk no, Russell. Kirk, Kirk Russell. Russell. Sorry. I said that. No, that's what I mean. Like that's the one that like I. I skimmed over that. I'm like, I actually do like that. My modern day Kurt Russell is just Matthew McConaughey. I think they have a similar thing. Charm. That's oh, charm this is a this real quick. We haven't even gotten to the main character. Then for Cameron Poe, uh, Stephen Baldwin, 
Not Alec. Alec was considered for another role. We could have had two Baldwins in one film. Stephen wouldn't be bad. We could have had. We could have had Stephen. We could have had guys. Uh, think Stephen from Backdraft. It would not have been bad. Hey, we could have had Alec Baldwin as the virus, then Stephen Baldwin is sitting as Cameron Poe. Yeah, but then the <laughs> they look exactly world alike. Exploded. Um, okay, so Stephen Baldwin, William Baldwin, another Baldwin was in the oh mix. Oh my God, Tom, aka Billy Baldwin. Tom, let's not call Tom him Cruise is in the mix. Oh no, none of us thought of this, but Johnny Depp was offered. Dolph Lundgren. Brad Pitt, that probably could have worked. Keanu Reeves was offered. Of course. Kurt Russell. Arnold Schwarzenegger, that just could have been an Arnold movie. Too much. Uh, Steven Seagal would have ruined it. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, who's to say? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bruce Willis. So it was an open net. It was huge. Wide open net. Well, they got a bunch of stars, so yeah, it does seem just like whoever. So I will say what struck me from that, a person I didn't think about for anybody, but it came up for Cyrus's character. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Gary Oldman would have been a great Steve Buscemi character. Ooh, that actually could have been good. Out of all the fish in the sea that we pulled up for this movie, did do we like who we snagged? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie's yeah. golden. That's what we're talking. But about I will it. say, in in both these lists, there are probably about a handful of people that I could have seen this movie with. Also, in fact, mo- pretty much all of these kind of work in one. So way. many of these people are interchangeable, but what you're not going to get is that weird ass accent from another person. <laughs> True, maybe a couple of them, maybe I don't know. But nobody's going that hard in the paint with an Alabama accent. And then you're not getting weird ass John Malkovich. Uh, for first time listeners, the Holy Trinity is where we put three character actors into the movie. Uh, it's a rotating list most of the time, but we're pretty much just going back to the original one. Our Holy Trinity in our eyes. It is Keanu Reeves. Jeff Goldblum. And Brendan Fraser. Uh, let's start with Brendan Fraser. Where do you want to put? Like, it's, there's so many characters. It could be anybody. Brendan Fraser is uh, Cusack. Yeah, actually, I could maybe see him as the Cusack. Actually, no, he might He's be Mr. Malloy Cusick. too. He might just be an over-the-top Malloy. Hear me out. I think it's Swamp Thing. Uh, maybe. Ooh, I guess you guys don't think so. Okay, yep. Yeah, so none of us had a. I didn't have a good place. You guys maybe, did. Maybe Malloy. I don't know. Just as like the, the over-the-top dick cop. But he could like, be anywhere. Any any pick is good, honestly, with, with yeah. the fridge. He, oh, actually, you know, he could be. He could, he could be, be everyone except Cyrus. He could be the friend, though. He could just be like the the the, the sidekick. He could be everybody but Cyrus. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I almost agree. anybody else besides uh, Cyrus. Goldblum. Let's go on to Goldblum. Jeffy, Jeffy, Gold. Maybe Cyrus. Cyrus the virus. He could maybe be one of the... No, he's Cyrus. He's just weird. Cy. Uh, uh, Ooh, nope. Anara. He's oh, green. yeah. He could be that too. I he thought that. No, he, I like Cyrus a little bit better. I think because you guys Greenlee, are right. Greenlee, he'd have to be really play into the weirdness, which well, which he could. But uh, Cyrus, he'd also uh, really have. to I play could into see the him being like, "There's a whole world," and like playing some jazz piano while he does it. Uh, the irony of a, a bunch of idiots dancing to a song. That I'm, uh, you can't go wrong with either. But then for think about Cyrus, you get the Cy Anara. Then you also get that weird, the nothing could be better than, <laughs> like, just however, go, blah, blah. what yeah, I'm right. saying is, do you like a little more widespread uh, Goldblum? Is it quality versus quantity? Do you want a little more and get it lack quality? Or do you want the concentrated bloom? I want this, some, this I want, some con- I want uh, a bloom and onion. You guys are forgetting. This is 97. This like. is a pretty contained Jeff Goldblum. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is still, like, kind of fun and quirky, but it's not current Jeff Goldblum. And... Which is Although lovable. he always has been, but pretty in shape, Jeff Goldblum, too. True. Let him get the screen time. You know, he's a movie star. Got to be a little. Goddamn movie star. Uh, and now just... Uh, Let's while- try to be creative here. 
Keanu Reeves, though. Keanu Reeves. He's, uh, Let's try to be... Uh, throw come on, away. Come I mean, on. He's, he's obviously the star, so he's throw Cameron that away. With the accent. <laughs> with, with the accent. With the accent. Where so else could he be? The creative outside of Cameron Paul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's also he could also just be John Cusack. He could just be the other huge lead, but that's also kind of lazy. But maybe it's not, because he is just the lead. I mean, he's a lead. He's not Cyrus. Um, Most creative, just to see how it plays out. Co-pilot. <laughs> That Pilot, one, yeah. Nope. Hear me out. Learner Airfield, that one, <laughs> the one, one engine guy. pilot, the guy that has to run into the desert, like, holy Whoa! shit! That's actually great. That's actually pretty really broy, really like stony, st- uh, stoner. It's a cameo at that point. Cameo but, it's at that good, point. but it's a funny that cameo. Love that. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's go on to quotes. 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 Favorite quotes. Uh, this is just throwaway, but at the beginning of the movie, after he kills a guy, uh, Nicholas Cage just goes, Trisha, and the way <laughs> in the tone just says, I think I killed somebody. That's all. So just I'm going to quickly the- piggyback off that. Okay. The second most Nicholas Cage relevant. moment. Trisha. I'm going home. <laughs> it's when he's talking to his his bunk bank. I'm free, boy. I'm going home. <laughs> kind he's of talking out of to nowhere. Babyface, yeah. Out of nowhere. The context of that. He just like elates, just yeah, it's, and and it's it weird. didn't build to that, and that's why it's the one or second most Nicholas Cage moment in the movie. <laughs> oh my god, it feels like someone shit in your mouth. You told me you love me. <laughs> oh, I love that Dave Chappelle line. If that's truly improvised, that's genius. There's a good David Chappelle one where where the the DA officer reveals himself. He's like, "I'm Agent Whatever DA." He goes, "DA, you're the most dangerous person on the plane." <laughs> All right, Mark, say the classic one. You know what it is. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. Why didn't you put the bunny back? Yeah, the, in the problem box? is like now this quote is like a long form one because it goes through an entire fight and there's maybe a punchline in the middle. He also says, I "I'm said, gonna see my daughter today." I said, "Put the bunny back in the box." This is actually maybe my favorite line reading. It's from Steve Buscemi as Gerald Green. Define irony: a bunch of idiots dancing around on a plane. To a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. Yeah, he has some funny witty ones, which is why you're kind of rooting for him to get away. They didn't all die. No, I saw (laughs) the ones that lived in 2002 at the Jones County Fair. Nice. Which was like one of them. Uh, This goes back, but this is a good. uh, This is a good uh, Cyrus like quote at the beginning. But when he's like in the dust storm, had to bag him and gag him, spitters and shitters. Rough crew. <laughs> That's pretty good. John Malkovich has some good ones. Maybe Andy Dick is uh, maybe actually maybe he is. <laughs> it might be too much, but like it's it'd be funny. Just think of all of Andy Dick on top of the plane when Cyrus <laughs> is just walking around. Oh, <laughs> barking orders, uh, spinners and shitters. My my little hummingbird. Uh, that was my next one. She's she's my hummingbird. <laughs> my little hummingbird. Anytime that Nicolas Cage uses any pet names in this movie, it comes off real weird. <laughs> Nicolas Cage gets borderline sling blady at points. Okay. Psy. Anara. Proceeds to toss cigarette. That's my favorite action-y one. That's the most punchline-y thing that's in this. That's the best. Except for this one, maybe. And that's Nicolas Cage when uh, when John Cusack's like, what are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to fucking do? I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> he just walks and runs off. And he does it. Save he the day. Up, what he ends up doing is crashing an airplane into the Las Vegas Strip, killing way more people than needed to be involved. 
Yeah, nobody was. Yeah. Can we, can I just like start hearing you guys say that more often? Just like, what, what do you? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I can say it all the time. Uh, uh, this is a line delivery, 100%. It's, uh, it's, it's Nicolas Cage beating in Johnny 23's head. Don't treat women like, like that. that. As he's bashing his head in. <laughs> You're like, what's he about to say? Oh, So this is a dumb one. This isn't a, a very remembered one, but I always remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um, when the, the bartender comes out to check on the... The, the the guy that Cameron beat up. He goes, that guy's dead. This man's dead. You killed him, Cam. Oh, shit. Can I actually ask you, Cameron, as a Cameron, mm-hmm. does this Cameron fit into the Cameron cool A hundred percent. Mark, have you heard me bring up an animosity yet with no, this? No. No. No, I love that he he, he spouts the name well. Cameron has... He believes a- in honor. He believes in kicking ass. He believes in proving God. Um, which actually, <laughs> let me get up having to your that friend, that believe Having me. your friends back, that's a big one. So in this movie, Babyface is dying from like shock from insulin or from diabetes. And he says, I'm starting to think that there is no God. Like, he just doesn't exist. And then there's like some action or something that happens. Me and Cameron ca- said nothing. We're just like, oh, wow. Gets real dark. Just and then there's some, like, there's some like action that happens. But then Nicolas Cage says... I'm going to prove to you God does exist. I love that one. And that's when he just walks in a man shooting at him without flinching. Takes the bullet. No, I don't even think he took it. Imagine how funny. He ate it. Okay, like this is like a robot chicken take, but imagine how funny that would have been if he just walked up and got shot in the head. And Baby O was just like, oh my God, no. (laughs) Listen, listeners out there, we talk over each other a lot and we make a lot of points, but if you rewatch this movie, if we inspire you to do that, please rewatch for this moment where he gets shot and re- he reacts less than the Terminator does. <laughs> it's it's like it didn't even happen. Stride didn't break. It was amazing. Rewatch. <laughs> uh, good John Malkovich one. Just him being fun again. Make a move and the bunny gets it. <laughs> <laughs> there could be just a million line deliveries. I know we're missing something. So if we're missing some of your favorite quotes from this, hit us up on social media. Email us if you're really feeling like super formal. Um, John Cusack probably said something. Yeah, probably, but like (laughs) I don't fucking know what, but something. Uh, Moving on to uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, top four. All right, welcome back to Mount Rushmore, or thank you for joining us. If you skip all the way to the end. Cool, that's your choice. Like and subscribe. I respect the way you listen to podcasts. Um, uh, My Mount Rushmore this week is because Dave Chappelle's in this movie, it's not roles where before they're famous, it's just roles you forgot they were in. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's kind of like before they're famous, but Dave Chappelle They're not quite cameos, but just like, oh yeah, Just a real role on your way up, but not before you're famous. Okay, People knew who Dave Dave Chappelle was by this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are my Mount Rushmore's that I remembered before research, and then I will give you my honorable mention. Dave Chappelle and You've Got Mail. Just another role. You rewatch it, and I do it a lot because I love that movie. Weird. He's Tom Hanks' friend. Matthew McConaughey, Angels in the Outfield. He's their center fielder. Maybe Definitely he wasn't be on my quite list. famous, but he had already been in Dazed and Confused by that. Before then. you go on, Matthew McConaughey is like sneaky that he was in a bunch of shit you don't remember. He's like in contact. He's in um Yeah, Contact he probably wasn't quite famous yet. No, I would say Contact all. though, he's not a household name but closer. 
I wouldn't even say then yet he wasn't. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I just also don't have He wasn't famous, famous uh, yet. He, so there were a few other one. things, though, Matthew McConaughey, that I was going to say, like, he was in, but go on. Um, Vince Vaughn, Rudy. Yeah, okay. I'll give that to him. He was still kind of a dramatic actor when he was younger. You, you'll get some of that, too. Like, well, like yeah. But he had already, or, or right after that, he had been in Swingers. So this might be a before he was famous. So I, this one might be cheating. And this one's a big one. This one I'm most proud of thinking. John Stewart, Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, was he? Was he? Well, I was trying to think. I was trying to think. The if Daily Show, John Stewart. Was he on the Daily Show at that point? I no. think he was. Oh, interesting. Well, at that point, he was kind of famous, and it's like I remember him being in it, though. You knew who he was in that movie. I would almost say the well, same with the faculty. I would almost put oh, that. Oh, John Stewart, the faculty. Another two him, good, almost, just little movie roles. I would roles. almost give it that instead. We're always like, John Stewart's in that. Whereas Big Daddy, by that point, I'm like, oh, nice. John Stewart had time to take like, so the So you Daily think that's more of a cameo. Maybe they no, made the no, faculty. No, it's just more that I knew it was John Stewart. I'm like, oh. Or maybe I'd say John Stewart and Half-Baked. Or Bob Saget and Half-Baked. Half-Baked feels like a cameo. It's not a role. True. The big thing is it has to be a role. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. those are more. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Cameos don't count. There's lots of cameos. And I think Half Baked Will is more of a cameo because his friends are Chappelle. Um, to add to your list, I like Ben Affleck in Days and Confused. I don't know. That's a fun one. Just to that whole cast, like that, could be kind of for a lot. Of oh yeah, coming. So I had that on my honorable mention, but it seemed to me that movie seems like a bunch of up and comers, and he's one of them. Yeah, maybe so I don't know. Felt like, a little different. All right, this got, is your list. I'm just trying to come no, up with I some agree things with on the that. spot. So I also thought of him and Matthew McConaughey from Days and Confused, but I kept him off. Honestly, it's Matthew McConaughey is in a bunch of things before he was like big, big that you're like, oh, holy shit, he did, he has like he just has a bunch of work. So I feel like there's a bunch for Matthew McConaughey for me. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Critters, I think it's two or three. He's just a child actor in a scary movie that's also like a cult franchise kind of, so that's fun. So I stuck, I stood away from like people's first roles. There's a bunch of... Is that pe- his first role? I don't know if it's for his I first role. I don't think role. it is. He does some child acting by But that for point. instance, you have Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street. That's like a first But role. at this point, people kind of know that. Like, you know, that's not so much like in... in, in uh, um, oh, 21 Jump Street? Yeah, 21 Jump Street. Sorry, I was trying to think of the movie reboot, but like... And he was already starring a little bit from 21 Jump Street, wasn't he? Um, that, well, I think that might so. have been his first role, but at least like at least around that time he was getting people knew him. Yeah. Okay. Here are my honorable mentions: Billy Zane, Back to the Future, kind of more of a cameo, kind of an early role. Yeah, that's didn't make the list. Jason Siegel's in Can't Hardly Wait. He's Billy a Zane and Zoolander. <laughs> I'll, I'll counter you with that. That is a role. That's a cameo. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Listen to my man Bailey, Billy you know, Zane. You know Billy Zane's in a couple scenes. I'll say that um, David Bowie's a cameo, but you know what? No, they name drop Billy Zane. Listen to my main man, Billy Zane. Yeah, exactly. Zane. So I'm saying Billy Zane's in a couple scenes where, like, Billy Zane's like, it's a walk off. Like, he he gets, like, to two different set pieces. And, uh, okay. okay. Um, I did have Ben Affleck from Days and Confused. And then I had Jack Black, Enemy of the State. He's one of the okay, yeah, tech yeah. guys. Yeah, but that, I didn't know if that was. No, that totally makes sense. I get, it's no, I my that. list, but it's kind oh, of. There, a, there's some other list. good ones that I'm just, like, blanking on right now, but I guess that's just the, the beauty of the. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Megan brought four. up to me Anna Kendrick in uh, Twilight. I mean, that was her like first movie. That's like where she yeah, got to start. It was kind of on the cusp. Yeah, I knew, I would. I wish I would have done a little more research this work. That's a good list, man. The my list. Yeah, that's was a quirky from list. I, like that. I just want to say that Adrian Brody was also an Angels in the Outfield, but I saw that through was research. Really? Who knows? I mean, the internet <laughs> said so. Yeah, I didn't come up with it on my own, and I'm sure I missed tons, but I was pretty proud with my list. 
Uh, thanks for listening to our take on Conair. If there's anything we missed this week, as always, you can hit us up at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You can also throw your movie request and your Holy Trinity uh, character actors there. Uh, if you like what you hear, make sure you favorite, like, and subscribe, write, review, uh, whatever your favorite podcast app allows or does. That guy's dead. <laughs> you killed him. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll check you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye. bye.